The Music Biz Weekly with Michael Brandvold. Music marketing tips, advice, and discussions. Do you need assistance with your next release? Are you looking for help with your digital strategy? Do you need help getting the most out of your social media? Do you have questions on how to find more fans? Contact Michael at www.michaelbrandvold.com. So I'd like to welcome Bob Woods to the show. Um, Bob is a partner at Level Up Business Coaching and Training. And in um, real simple terms, I would say you're a LinkedIn expert. Well, I appreciate hearing that. Um, And uh, today's episode is actually going to be a little different topic. I mean, we've spent many episodes on Music Biz Weekly talking about Twitter and YouTube and Facebook. And there's no denying the importance of those networks. Um, for acquiring fans, for engaging with fans, for mm-hmm. for finding music, but um, LinkedIn is a really powerful network, and and I will be the first to raise my hand and say I'm not even getting the most out of it. It was probably four or five weeks ago where I was just like, okay, it's time to just. It's always been on the back burner of you know what I got to get in there and update. I got to update my profile. I got to change this. And LinkedIn has always been on the bottom of my to-do list. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, I, I always I had an old CEO who always said your to-do list should always have more stuff on it than you can accomplish. I like that because if you've got nothing on your to-do list, there's a problem there. Right? What are you doing? I, I, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> I want you to always have something. There should always be something that you're working on, and it's just a matter of prioritizing. Well, LinkedIn always was my lowest priority. Mm-hmm. And, and and the back of my mind, I was always like, but I know that's not right, and I know that's not fair. Right. So I kind of jumped in about five weeks ago and just like, all right, I spent probably an entire afternoon just looking at what's new and what's changing and updating and, you, you know, and, and realizing right off the bat, LinkedIn is much more than just a resume. Yes. And LinkedIn is not Facebook. Definitely not Facebook anymore. Um, it's not. It's not any other. It's not Facebook, Twitter. It's not any other social network. And and I felt like using LinkedIn made me feel smarter. I would definitely agree with that. There's a lot of people on LinkedIn, just from a general sense, sharing all types of information from from the jobs that that they have and the careers that they have and everything else because um, everybody is trying, or at least the, the smart people out there are trying to build themselves as subject matter experts, as, as it would be called in the more general business world. But um, everybody's trying to promote themselves, especially those who own businesses or who are in a sales type of um, of role, so that uh, when people find them in LinkedIn, they know that, hey, this is somebody who knows what she or he is talking about, and I should contact this person to find out more. And then, you know, hopefully down the line, um, there would be a sale involved. And even if there's not, I mean, just spreading just, the information. Just, just a connection. A connection. Yeah, exactly. On, I think a connection on LinkedIn, um, and this is just my speculation, and maybe mm-hmm. you know more. Probably has a lot more value than a friend on Facebook. Um, I, I think a connection on LinkedIn, because LinkedIn is 
for the most part, purely business. You're only connecting in that sense. I'm not connecting just because I happen to like the same movie as you. It's I'm connecting because there's a a business connection, a business reason. So there's a little more value inherently in that connection right away. Yeah, I would I would absolutely uh, uh, agree with that, especially because I mean, pe- people who are on LinkedIn, I, I actually wouldn't even call it a social network anymore. It's really more of a professional network. But but you know, but. The problem is, I think LinkedIn is trying to pitch themselves as more of a social network now. I mean, yeah. as, as we talk, as we, <laughs> yeah, as right we talk, as we talk further here in the show, a lot of the features are making it a social network. So, uh, you know, I don't know when LinkedIn started years ago. I mean, it's probably been ten years at least. I want to say like oh five or something like something that. Like, I mean, <laughs> I I remember joining up when it first started, and it literally was pretty much just your online resume and a way to connect with people you used to work with or you are working with. And it was nothing more than that. There was no sharing. There was no conversations. It was just a, it was a, a database of your job history and your job contacts. Right. Yeah. Um, but over the years and, and I would say in the last few years, they've really tried to transition it into more of, a social network, a professional social network. Right. And and I think that leads into where I want to start with is how is Facebook different than, or how is LinkedIn different than Facebook? Because a lot of the listeners are going to be Facebook users. Sure. And, and I think the first and the greatest sin you could make is approach LinkedIn and, and act like you do on Facebook. Uh, yeah, absolutely agreed with that. So, um, you know, you're not going to share your cat photos or videos. You're not going to talk about politics or religion. I was just going to say the, re- the, the, the reason I felt smarter on LinkedIn is there is none of that stuff. There's no, there's no, fi- there's no cats. There's no political. Although I was thinking this morning, I'm like, Unless, of course, your job is you're a political advisor for somebody, yeah, or you're a, or you're a pet photographer. Yep. Then it makes sense, but it's not right. just everybody, and we know this on Facebook. There's no there's no cute baby pictures. There's no hanging out at the bar pictures. There's no yep. pictures of food. There's no pictures of cats. There's no pictures of clothes. There's no political memes either side attacking one another. There's right. none of that. Imagine Facebook if you took out all of the, quote, crap that drives us nuts Mm -hmm. and what is left is sort of the meat and potatoes. Well, that's what you got on LinkedIn. Yep. It's good, solid, real information. And, and, And tell me if I'm wrong, but if you show up on LinkedIn and start posting some of that crap, people are quickly going to... Um, unconnect with you. They're going to give you message. It, you are going to be shoved aside. You are not going to be treated with respect. Yeah, I've seen that happen a lot. Sometimes I'm the guy at the front with the pitchfork saying, you know, don't do this anymore. Stop doing this. Uh, you know, because sometimes people just don't know, or sometimes people may get a, a little too friendly and a little too comfortable. I mean, it's like, um, uh, at, at a business networking event, for for example, and I won't go too much 
into that. But, um, you know, sometimes people can get a little too, too personal just because they're feeling really comfortable. And there's nothing wrong with being genuine on LinkedIn, but there is a, a fine line there between being genuine and getting Facebook-like personal, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think what you've got to remember is, first and foremost, the the audience, it could be the exact same person you're connecting with on LinkedIn that you're already friends with on Facebook, but the way that audience on LinkedIn wants to be interacted with is completely different. And and you have to show a little more restraint, a little more respect. And and in the long run, it's worth it because, again, as I said, you spend you spend you know a month in LinkedIn and you're like oh my god I just feel so so smart mm-hmm. because you're you're only reading smart things that are being shared you're connecting and you're having real conversations it's not turning into um, you know trolls hitting hating on you and, <laughs> yeah. and you know not that that stuff doesn't exist everywhere but there's less of it that I've experienced so if if your activity is on Facebook to constantly just repost, um, buy my CD, buy my T-shirt, come to my show. That is not going to work on LinkedIn. It doesn't. Trust me, it doesn't work on Facebook. Right. Yeah. I've been telling you that for years, people. It doesn't work there. Mm-hmm. But that is not going to go over at all on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is not. People don't like the hard sell. Absolutely. They like the networking and the connection and how how can you benefit me and how can I benefit you in return, mm-hmm. not the buy, buy, buy. Um, now, I will, I will add to that. There is a lot of spam problems in, in, in LinkedIn, especially at least for me in, in private messages. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's getting more and more like that, especially because of of uh, LinkedIn's in mail, which I don't think that the audience here would 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 really use. But sometimes they may get that uh, coming in. But it's it's really easy to just delete it and it's go on. A, basically, it's just easy to market as spam, delete it, and and move on. But right. but the the your your equivalent to the news feed in LinkedIn is not filled with spam. It's no, pretty, it's pretty it's pretty clean. Pretty much so. Pretty much so, which is which is why I like it because um, people like me who are at, who who are out there really trying to 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 build themselves as as kind of the the go to guy with with um with with LinkedIn questions and social selling questions. The only stuff that I'm putting out there is content that I feel that people will learn from, whether it's from me, whether it's from another source or whatever. That's what I tend to to, to fill my feed with, and that's what I like to see in other people's feeds. And 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 that. Means- means if you're going to actively use LinkedIn, you are going to have to actively work harder at the content you're creating to post and share on LinkedIn. Yes, um, that's you know, true. And again, I've beat you over the head for years. You need to do that on Facebook as well because that's how you're going to get engagement and, and more, more of your likes to see your Facebook posts is by creating engaging content. But you have to have that content on LinkedIn. You have yes. to, you know, if you're going to say something, um, it has to be something meaningful. Um, LinkedIn also works very much like Facebook that you can like and share other people's content, which, yes. which then puts it into your feed and your followers can see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to think about all of the content you are 
going to share and that you are going to, quote, endorse on LinkedIn. Right. Yes, because it's very much all about endorsements to your connections, because because when they're seeing uh, because when your connections are, are, are seeing things, there is a chance that they could pass it to their connections. And but but it doesn't really go down the line a, a lot further than that. So so your neck is really kind of on the line more on LinkedIn, especially because it's it's a much more of a professional feel type of network to, to start with. Now, I, I, I will. I'm sure a lot of people are going to say, well, that's great. It's professional. I'm a I'm a musician. Right. Um, I can tell you right now there are lots of musicians on LinkedIn. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of major recording artists are on LinkedIn, and why? Because that's how they connect at a business level. They may connect right. with with um, a, a musical instrument company or somebody for an endorsement, mm -hmm. a recording studio, a um, um, uh, who else could they connect? Booking agents. I mean, you name it. Booking all, agents, all, venue all, owners. All yes, all of those. You know, marketing people. I'm on there. Right. You know, managers. So you can find those people, and and trust me, it if you get comfortable with it, it's actually much easier to find these important connections on LinkedIn than it will ever be to find them on Facebook or just doing a Google search. You, right. you might you might find their website. Good luck mm -hmm. connecting directly with them on the website because that contact us form probably goes to an assistant, the secretary, somebody like that. On LinkedIn, if you have a solid reason to make a one-to-one -one business connection, you can connect directly to that person. So, yep. so right now you should not give up because you think there's no musicians on there. There are musicians. So, so now I want to ask you, Bob... You're going to set up your profile mm -hmm. or, or you've set up a profile years ago and you've never done anything with it. Right. Yeah. That's probably, probably that's, a lot, probably... a lot of, a lot of people. Cause everybody's like, Oh, it, it's a new social network. I need to create an account and do something. And then you never touch it again. Yep. Um, what are, what are a couple things that are really important to pay attention to or to take note of when you are either creating your profile for the first time or, revamping and fixing up your profile that's been stale for years. Right. So I'd probably say a couple things. Number one would be the header image, which you're now seeing in, you know, you're seeing it on Twitter, you're seeing it on Facebook. There there are templates out there that uh, that you can use to, to, to set up a good looking header image um, for, for LinkedIn. That's just, you know, again, this is all about branding yourself professionally to a professional audience. You're not necessarily looking for, for, for people to, to you're not looking buy your for, albums. You're not yeah, you're not necessarily yeah. looking to connect with fans. Right. So you're Although looking, if it happens, it happens. Sure. No, you know, you, you may find people that will become fans, but right. you're, you're not going to connect with thousands of fans in LinkedIn right. as easily as you would on Facebook, but you mm -hmm. will connect with the professional people in your industry much easier on LinkedIn. Exactly. Exactly. So let me, let me ask you, on, you know, on Facebook... Or, or Twitter, it's pretty common that the header image a lot of times turns into a sales piece. Mm -hmm. You know, it's an image that says, going on tour, blah, 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 or new album coming out. Is that frowned upon in LinkedIn? In it's, the not image? 
not necessarily frowned upon. I mean, uh, like in mine, for example, I, I, I do have the company name. I've got uh, some, some information there about, you know, phone number and website. And, and I also do have an image of, of, of my new uh, workbook that's out there right now, too. But that's just because, um, you know, you're just trying to brand yourself as, as much as possible. So, so you're doing it in, in a couple of different um, uh, places spaces basically i guess that for a band you know you could go with uh some album art of just previous album albums art, have that out li- there live or, photos live stuff photos like that. yeah i mean you can i mean you could brand yourself as being um i don't know if professionals the the right word as much as maybe experienced through that type of thing without without going through through the whole you know we're on tour blah yeah, blah because, stuff like because that. Keep, it could be just much more simple keep in mind that on your linkedin profile you're not going to have the equivalent of facebook apps where someone can click here to buy it right in linkedin from itunes or or right. see your list of tour dates this is not that type of a profile that you're creating on LinkedIn. So it, it, it is not about um, selling and pushing tour dates, downloads. It, it, right. it, it's about you and your, your experience, you and your professionalism. You, you, know, you, want, you want to be able to use this to showcase what you've accomplished mm-hmm. so you can create more connections. Right. So, I mean, you know, basically it's all about, you know, if, if your stage persona is, you know, being mad people out there or whatever, that's fine. But they also have to know that when you're not on stage, that you are professional, you can be dealt with, um, you know, you're, you're easy to, to work with all that type of stuff. Basically, you know, you're, you're obviously different off stage than you are on stage. Right. So, you know, and clearly, you know, we said it's more than just a resume, but it is also a resume. It is, but it's how you present it is, is is what's more important. So, so in other words, you're presenting your experience, you're presenting your professionalism in a way so that so that all these other professionals are attracted to you. And while you're not necessarily building um, expertise, which is what more business owners and salespeople, you know, people like myself do, you are still kind of selling yourself as 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 a dependable um uh, qualified, you know, good kind of uh, business partner, just in terms of whatever they're 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 looking for to to bring on, so that everyone um, is helped and everyone is is lifted, and it's all great, basically, for, for like a better term. You know, in in a traditional resume, um, there's always problems when you've got gaps in your resume. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, what 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 happened to these two years? Is that uh, does that problem exist in in LinkedIn? Is that an issue where okay, if this profile is about me as a musician, but I wasn't an active musician for three years, do I still need to throw something in there that shows I was a a salesman for some company for those three years, or can I just omit it and 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 it's not going to because it's not necessarily something that people are using to hire you, correct? Yeah, yeah. I would say that that's probably not as as big of a deal there because especially people who are in the the music industry I would assume would would know that you know sometimes musicians have to take breaks for for what whatever reason but then when they get back in you know they're 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 definitely back in so 
I think that, you know, in, in, in some ways, the way, you know, quote unquote, business professionals use it and, and music professionals use LinkedIn are going to be the same. And then there, there's going to be others that are going to be a little different. I think that this is probably one of the situations where it's a little different. Should you list, you know, okay, you're a 40 year old musician. Should you list every single band you've been in since you were 18 years old? You know, I mean, because again, traditionally on a resume, you know, you don't want your resume to go beyond two pages. A lot of people are like, it should be one page. Well, okay, so LinkedIn isn't pages, but should you have 12 different jobs listed there or should you only list the three most important ones? Probably, I would say, the the couple of, of, of most important ones. Hopefully... You, uh, when you're doing your your profile, you have it structured so that you have a lot of um, what I call what's in it for me, meaning the the person who is looking at the profile. So 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 you have a lot of that type of content up there. You know, um, uh, what what do I as someone who is looking at, at the profile gain by bringing this person in as a uh, as as a potential sponsor or a pis- well yeah a, you know and and, and that 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 does mean you need to not not just put in there that okay I've been the lead singer in this band for the last 10 years you need to put in there what have you accomplished yes you know we we, yes. we toured the world 3 times we've released 6 albums um you know whatever you can come up with accomplishments and 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 let's be honest it's all creative marketing when you list your accomplishments sure yep um you know your your accomplishments are there to grab somebody's attention and hopefully make a connection and start a conversation you don't want to you don't want to blatantly lie I mean, no of course not. don't no. make up you've toured the world when you've never toured the world right but you could say you you you're an international touring artist, even though you've only you live in the U.S. and you've toured to Canada, or Mexico, or something. Or Mexico. Yeah, I mean, right. technically, that's international. Yes, you, it is. You get what I'm I saying, people. With, so, I agree with you know, that. it's creative marketing. You, you know, yeah, you've released six albums. You don't have to tell people that you've got 500 copies sitting in the garage because nobody ever bought them. You released yep. six albums. That says yep. something that you went through the process. You recorded this. You re- released it. Um, and there's you, value in that. There's value in that. So you shine the spotlight on what you can and don't shine it on what shouldn't be seen. Right. Right. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, one of the goals is by the time they, they read your headline and by the time they, they read your summary, and then there's a couple of other things that you can build into um, your your profile too, just, just in terms of like projects and publications, which can be al- albums or, um, you know, pieces where, where people have interviewed you and, and you can access those via the, uh, via the publications website or whatever. Hopefully after they read all of that, they're convinced to call you so that they don't necessarily even get down into that nitty gritty um, uh, resume type of section. Basically, right. they're they're sold on calling you based on the top part without getting to the bottom. It's almost like a website where you're trying to uh, to to put everything you know above the fold or maybe just a little bit be, be right. below the fold, and the less important stuff goes down to the bottom. It's the same basic concept here with a LinkedIn profile. Um. One of the things that, that I feel like is really important on your profile, um, you, you'd mentioned the header image, but um, recommendations. 
and and, yes. and 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 not the endorsements. There's two things. There's recommendations and there's endorsements. Right. I don't know between you tell me what you think, but I I kind of look at endorsements as just worthless crap. Because, because yeah. it's basically extremely easy for anybody to to breeze by your profile, say endorse these six things without ever thinking about it. The recommendation is what did you think back to old school business recommendations. You're leaving a company, you go to your boss and go, can I have a written recommendation? Here you go. That's what the recommendation is on LinkedIn. And you should real if you had a... A, a booking agent or a venue or a marketing person who just loved working with you, ask them if they would write a LinkedIn recommendation for you. And it can only only needs to be one or two sentences. We're not talking a writing right. a page here. Right. Yeah. I mean, a, a, a LinkedIn recommendation is is a lot different from those old style um, recommendations. Excuse me. I'm sorry. <coughs> that 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 we used to get before. But they still carry just as much, if not more, power because the recommendations are there twenty four seven, rather than someone having to proactively email or right. mail a recommendation. So I mean, those are and, always and, and, there, and, and it's and it's much easier to get um, recommendations on LinkedIn because as you start connecting with people you've done business with or worked in the past, it's very easy to just send them a message and say, "Hey, I'd appreciate if you could send me a recommendation on on working together." It's, right. it's usually a, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. You you recommend me, I'll recommend you. And and please keep that in mind. If somebody recommends you, and and you had a great relationship with them, give them the courtesy and recommend them back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so so I I would I would put that up there as something that's really important that you want you want those recommendations, especially if you can get a recommendation from a. Somebody who's got a name or, or 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 a reputation in in your industry that can go a long way for somebody else to go. Oh, my buddy is recommending these guys. Of course, you know yep. it's sort of like putting the, your name on the line. So you've got you've got the header image. You've got recommendations. What else would be important in your profile? Uh, the actual headline is 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 always a big one. So so that's when you see your name, and then there's like a blur below it. Normally, it says boring stuff like you know account representative at XYZ normally, company normally or whatever. By default, doesn't it normally say your most recent job? Type? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but that can be changed. So. Um, you know, and that's again where that um, WIFM, WIFM, what's in it for, for, for me comes in. You should write that to where someone who is coming to your profile will benefit from reading that rather than just, you know, seeing that, you know. You don't uh, want it to just say lead, lead singer or drummer or guitar player. You want it, you know, um, lead singer, international touring band, multiple albums release type of thing. That type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, normally from, from like a business owner's type of standpoint, you would want to bring up things like, um, you know, I- I- improving value of X, Y, and Z or, or, or whatever. So, so what you just said is probably the music industry's equivalent. Don't, don't, that. don't, don't use that to sell. Don't put in there. New right. album, new album released June fifteenth. Click here to right. buy it. You yeah. don't, again, that's not <laughs> yeah. that's not appropriate. Um, right. People are not looking at your profile to find out how to buy your music. 
Mm-hmm. They just yep, aren't. Exactly. They're looking to have a, a business relationship with you. Right. Um, I, I will throw in, put a profile photo in. I was actually going to bring that up next. And in fact, I would say that for the music industry, because you're not only promoting yourself, but um, you know, if if you're in a band, you're prom- you're you're promoting your band. Look at look at Michael's um, LinkedIn photo because because he has himself in there along with the logo for his company. I can't think of a more appropriate thing to to somehow combine artistically into that little space right there because if you have a logo for for your band you're already proving that you know that you're professional enough that you have a logo for your band basically well you know and 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 i will i will tell people this when i and this this goes for any social network out there if somebody wants to make a connection with me and they don't have a profile photo you're yeah. not connecting unless your name is something monstrous that I have to connect with you. Right. You're not getting a connection. And and and, 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 and and if I have to clean up my connections and I'm going through going on and I need to delete people. If mm-hmm. you don't have a profile photo, you're out. Yeah. Because in my mind, that is the simplest thing you can do is upload an image of you to your social network profile and if you can't do that you're not going to do anything else on this network to benefit me so you're gone right and and i think with bands you have a little more leeway too in terms of the the type of photo that you do because with um you know with with more business uh business only professionals like myself you tend to see you know the the stodgy suit and the neutral background and and everything else with with band you can you can i at least i think you can show like a bit more of 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 an action uh, shot of a personality. even if it's a state yeah right yeah but, but you know whatever you know don't and that's easy to do. Don't just upload a photo of a guitar. Don't upload a photo of your dog. You know, it needs yeah. to be something. It could be you holding your guitar. Yep. But but it needs to be something that shows who you are. Mm-hmm. And and again, this is not Facebook where you, you know, show you up your profile photo is of your new baby. That that flies great on Facebook. That yes, doesn't so. work on LinkedIn. Yeah, if there's if there's one quote that I think the audience could take out of this entire um, uh, podcast episode is this is not Facebook. Yeah, this is not <laughs> Facebook. Don't treat it like Facebook. If, right. if if listen, you need to get in there and use it, but maybe what you want to do is just spend a week browsing other profiles, read what other people are doing before you jump in and start doing it. Right, because you just need to understand how it's different. Um, so LinkedIn has something, so you've got your personal profile Mm -hmm. and they now have something called company pages, Pages, Yep. you know, again, using the Facebook analogy, it's like a Facebook profile and a Facebook page. Yes, it is. One's person, one is business Mm -hmm. on LinkedIn. You've got your personal profile and you've got a company page. Right. Any, any reason why as a band you shouldn't create? a company page for your band. Uh, you should <laughs> create a company page for your band. I would, I would, I would uh, absolutely recommend that to, to anyone who, who has a band, especially if you have personalities 
in the band that are stronger. They can they can do all of their um, of, of personal brand development stuff through through their own profiles and then refer back to the company page, which is in this case a, a, a band page. So yeah, absolutely. And 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 company pages work very much like Facebook pages. People follow them. Yes. When they follow them, they have to they have to deliberately click a blink that says follow, and then they they get your updates. Um, I kind of feel like at that point in time, if you wanted to post something that said, hey, we just released our new CD, that's appropriate on the company page. Absolutely appropriate on the company page. Because somebody has decided they want to follow you, the band, and they know as a band you're going to have different content than you, the person. That's where you can post... Again, you don't get as crazy as you would on Facebook, right. but it's still more it's still more appropriate on the company page to post tour dates, mm-hmm. to post um, a video, to post, you know, all of that type of stuff. And and in that type of thing, I mean, you can even get a little more creative than just um, videos of uh, of the band play. I mean, you could uh, do videos of uh, of fans talking about how much they love. Oh know, yeah, um, I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's it's very much like Facebook in that, and that you, you can that you can you is. can post whatever you need to there. Um, you can share other people's content onto your page. Absolutely. So so you know. Keep in mind, and, and you should, if you create a page, you should keep it active. Yes. You know, there's nothing worse than going to a company page and going, well, there's no company photo, there's no company header, there's no about us info. Is they this company, since, you know, is, since are they in business? Yeah, that's, yeah, and that's, and that's, and that's probably the, the biggest um, that's probably the the biggest thing that you don't want out there is, is to have somebody come to a page. Whether and, and this is Facebook or LinkedIn at this point, but um, you know, with uh, with with no updates, you know, within months or you know even years, I've seen some active companies that haven't posted in years. You really have to wonder if they're in business, if they're going to be in business for much longer. Right. You that don't perce- want that, that's a bad perception. Now. And yes, and I can hear people now immediately going, "Oh my God, now I've got to post to Facebook." I'm posting to Twitter. Now you're telling me I got to post to a LinkedIn profile and a company page. I don't have time to do this. Let me tell you right now, you can go find yourself, go sign up for Buffer. Buffer love, Buffer I app exclusively. Yep. It's one of these tools that allows you to post to multiple places at one time. I use that a ton. So if you have a if you want to share a great article to your Facebook page, you can also share it to your company page on LinkedIn by clicking one check, boom, and it's gone. It's so so it this is not creating more work for you in the long run, people. Yeah, there'll right. be a little work to get it set up to look good. That's a one time thing. You can post content in here as easily as you post to Twitter, Facebook, anywhere else out there. You can post to your LinkedIn profile. You can also post to your company page using an app called Buffer. I, I right. totally, totally thumbs up. Recommend you go check that one out. And actually, with 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 Buffer, one of the nice things is you can you can schedule posts for specific times during the day, or like say, you know, you're going to be um, out on the the road for a couple days in a row, and you're not going to going to be able to post. You can actually schedule posts for while you're gone essentially so it looks like that you're posting and 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 you're not even in front of a computer yep. at, at any time yep. too yep. so 
Um, the last thing I want to kind of wrap up here is, I mean, we've talked about this, you know, LinkedIn's about networking, finding professional, you know, connections. How do you do that? How, how, how's the best way to use LinkedIn to find, um, a new connection? Somebody you either, you either know or you don't know. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so with the uh, people that, you know, um, you can import, uh, contacts or contact emails into LinkedIn and then it will check its database to see if they're members already. If they are members based on that email, you can just go, go ahead and, and ask for a connection right at that point. That's probably the easiest way to do it. Um, you can also, what I call bring the real world into LinkedIn. So when you're out there speaking with these uh, professionals or you know anybody in in a professional capacity, get their business cards and then and then afterwards link to them. Um, you know, make a connection request on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. That's that's a real easy way to do it. And because they've met you already, they should remember who you are. And because your profile is built in the way that it is that sells you even more so that the the chances are, are are probably really high that they will accept your connection at at that point um we haven't talked about uh linkedin groups a lot but um that's another way to uh to to find people with mutual interests and and if you want to uh connect with somebody who seems that um you know you have you have mutual interest and and you can build from you can actually connect with group members as long as you're both members of that group right and groups are basically the equivalent of a think of a facebook group or think of right. a message board it's the exact same, same content time. it's it's somebody who's created a discussion group based on a topic. You can go into face, uh, go into LinkedIn, and their search bar, and you can just start searching groups. And believe me, there's groups for everything. Um, you <laughs> know, like and and what's nice about it though is you might find groups that are re- related to, you know, well, I know there's groups related to marketing and promoting music, where there's people that are going to talk about that stuff. So you can right. find more focus groups on LinkedIn that can probably be beneficial to you, then it's just a bunch of fans hanging out, chatting about some movie that they all love. Right. Um, one, one way that I also, I, I have fun with is as you start getting connections, go to that new connections, LinkedIn profile. And, and if they've set their privacy settings up in such a way, you can actually see everybody they're connected, they're connected to. to. And that's a great way. So imagine you get one connection to one booking agent. Well, booking agents are friends with other booking agents. They run in the same circle. Now you just look at their connections and start looking through who are they connected to. And you you will inevitably find somebody that you either know or want to know that you can make a connection with. Just just by just by looking right. at their connections. So um, use the search, Uh, you know, just use search on LinkedIn. You can search for somebody's name. You can search for somebody's email address. You can search for a company name, a business name. You know, you know, a booking agency might have multiple employees. LinkedIn will show you a result of everybody who lists that booking agency as a job, current or past. So it's right. a, it's a great way to you know you can go through here and go oh geez there's 15 people working at this company, 
who do I want to connect to? So, um, you know, I, I encourage you right. that, that that's what you should really think about using LinkedIn for is, is growing your connection base. Um, one final question, and I get this all the time. LinkedIn hits you over the head every week. Upgrade. Upgrade to the professional services. You'll get more ability to see people who are looking at your profile and all these other features. Is it worth upgrading? I think it's worth upgrading as you use it more and more and more. Uh, basically, my philosophy is if you're really starting to run up against the the freebie um, limits that they put on you, it's probably time to upgrade at that point. So I don't think that anyone starting necessarily needs it. But if you're using it and you're using it really effectively, um, and, and like I said, you start you. You start bumping up against the the LinkedIn ceiling, as I put it. At that point, you might want to um, upgrade at least to the next level, which I think is like twenty three, twenty four bucks a month or something like that. So it's not necessarily horribly expensive, but you still, um, you know, but there definitely is some 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 cost there. So 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 you just got to weigh it against what you think you're you're gonna what you're getting out of it right now, as as opposed to what you could get out of it if, if you did uh, upgrade to premium. Sure. Um, Bob, I want to thank you for taking the time to sit down here. Do you have do you, do you have a website? Is there a way that if somebody wanted to contact you with some more LinkedIn questions that you want them to reach out to you? Yeah, right now, um, uh, our, our website is still being um, constructed, so so that's probably not the best way. But they can connect with me directly through LinkedIn, and um, and and so that's at uh, www.linkedin.com, and that'll be a slash, and then just the word in, because that's the way everyone's profiles is 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 when you hook up with them. So it's www.linkedin.com slash in slash. Bob Woods with an S. So that's um, it's a real simple uh, way to do it. You can see how my profile is constructed. Obviously, um, we're not in the same business, but I think that um, but I think that people who see that can can get a better idea of some of the things that we touched on. Um, they can connect. They can connect with me on LinkedIn if they'd like. They could um, email me or call me or whatever, and they could. I I also have some free resources directly within my my profile that 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 they can download and and hopefully and, and, learn. And, and, some and more you from. you post on you post a number of articles on LinkedIn about how to best use it and stuff like that. So if, yes. pe if people connect with you, they're going to be able to get get access to those resources. What what yeah. I would encourage you, I I like this myself is if you're going to connect. Send a quick message saying who you are, why you're connecting, because you're not you are not going to know this person out of the blue. So just send a quick message saying, "Hey Bob, I heard you on the Music Biz Weekly. I would love to connect with you." Right, and then and and actually, if there's if there's one like kind of LinkedIn official tip that that I could leave with people is that whenever you are connecting with someone, always do it from their profile. So, in other words, if you see like in one of the eighty five other places on the site where they have um, connection opportunities when you click on that little check mark or whatever you don't have the opportunity at that point to customize a uh, connection request the only way that you can do that is from the profile where it has that connect button on okay. there at that point good, you good can tip. yeah at at, at at that point you can customize a greeting because otherwise i mean you know 
the the person receiving it isn't going to know you from Adam and probably uh, won't, won't accept it. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Good tips, Bob. I you know I hope this helped everyone. Um, That's right. You know, if, if you guys listening out here have more questions, you can leave them in, in, in the comments of wherever you're watching this or reading about it, which is going to be on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever. Um, let us know if you've got more questions about LinkedIn, if you found this helpful. Please do. Um, because, you know, LinkedIn is something you should not ignore. But, you know, remember, it's not Facebook. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Has the Music Biz Weekly helped your career? I'd love for you to leave us a review and rating on Apple iTunes. Visit http colon forward slash forward slash iTunes dot com and leave your review. I read them all.